How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Beyond the Arc podcast. Um, apologies for no videos in a very long time. Um, as you can, as you can see from our respective backgrounds, um, we are no longer at uni. We've um, come back for Christmas. So obviously, that's taken a lot of like having to reset everything up in a little bit, and combined with the fact that I like died pretty much for like a week. Tom was uh, on his deathbed, yo. I wasn't going to make it. I was, it was terrible. But I'm alive, we're back. Maybe for the last time before Christmas, um, but who knows. Uh, we haven't really got a schedule, so who knows. Uh, Sully, how are we today, man? I'm doing very well, man. I'm doing amazing. As you can see, I'm repping the boys today. Oh, I'm not, wearing my, I'm not wearing my new Toronto jersey. <laughs> you know what, I've seen it though. It's, it's fire, you showed me. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Go on, go on. He has to get it, he has to get it. It's the only way. While he's saying that, I gotta say, look at that, boys. Look at that. Vinny C, the jump man himself. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice. I think, in my opinion, it's the best NBA jersey. I was just gonna say, yeah, that's the co- that's the coolest NBA jersey in the history. Like, I don't think anything could ever top that, even if they tried. Like, it's just not. not no, yeah. it, it is. It is just that good. Um, it really is. Toronto uh, are on our mind uh, today. We're gonna talk a bit about them a little bit later, as well as some stuff to do with. The all star vote happening. Show brightness, show brightness, kid. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying to fix it. Hold on. You know what? Let me just let's do this. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll hope we might get some extra stuff out ahead of Christmas, but I don't know if we will. We might not be able to do anything together before Christmas, just because of schedules and stuff. But we might get a few, um, like solo videos out because the NBA just keeps keeps on keeping on. Um. I think the the main thing that we were going to talk about today, though, is the news that emerged yesterday um, about the Chicago Bulls before they played and then beat the Miami Heat, which is just such a it's such a frustrating team to support. Really, um, mm. reports came out that um, the Bulls were not seeing eye to eye with each other, uh, and the main culprit in that is Zach Levine, the guy who signed the Max extension contract in the off-season, isn't having his greatest um, season so far, obviously. I think he's putting up, numbers-wise, I think he's putting up his worst since he came to, to the Bulls. But obviously, when you're coming off of a big knee surgery, yeah. that's obviously going to happen. It's expected. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot, what a lot of people are saying, though, is that should, should Chicago trade the, the core that they've got? and maybe look towards the draft. Obviously, the draft isn't exactly in their hands, which I think mm. I think is the thing that people are trying to, you know, say in combat to it, in that if we blow everything up, get a bad pick, and the pick is not in the top four, or we don't get the pick, it goes to Orlando. So that kind of screws everything up. It, it's kind of like the, the, um, the kind of catch there that stops a rebuild from being easier than... One's thought. Sully, what are your thoughts on the whole situation in Chicago right now? Well, I mean, I got a feel for you guys, obviously. Like, to say at the surface or at the on paper, it looks like Chicago, like you've got a great team, you've got great players, but clearly something's not working. Something needs to change. And I mean, I I think a rebuild is probably the worst worst decision. I, I think I think it's a problem that can be fixed rather than something that needs to just be scrapped and changed, especially when you've got the likes of, I know obviously Zach Levine ain't playing amazing, but he's still Zach. You've got DeMar, Caruso, all these guys, Vucevic, like some some good players in a good team. And although it might not be working, I think it's just one of them things they need to fix rather than scrap completely. Like you said, it might not even go the way they want it to as well. And then if that was to go south, then that's a rebuild that'll take like five plus years to fix. Yeah. Like And it's literally come off of a five-year rebuild, essentially. Exactly. Um. I think it it's the fact that like Vooch is on an expiring deal, his deal ends at the end of the season. Where's mm-hmm. he gonna be next season? Should the Bulls try and cash in on him and sell him before you know anything, you know, before he can walk for nothing in free agency? DeMar DeRozan is old, but he is on a decent contract for who he is. Is he a number one guy anymore? I don't want him to be. I think I, I, I think, and, you know, this is this might, you know, we'll talk a little bit about what should happen a little bit later, but like I think 
if I was to get rid of anyone, it wouldn't be Zach Levine. You know, he's just entering the prime of his career, although he's not putting up the best numbers. He's still, you know, we know that he can still do bits. Um, You know, last last night, the the whole big three for the Bulls actually played quite well, Um, (laughs) which just shows how annoying it is to root for this team, really. Um, One night we dropped... We let the catless go bearless. Timberwolves dropped 150 on us in regulation. And then the day after, as much as Miami Heat, they haven't had the greatest season. They didn't have Jimmy Butler. They didn't have Kyle Lowry. They still, well, I mean, Vooch shot about close to 80% from the field. Zach had a plus minus of 21 on the court, which is his best so far this season. Demar is Demar. It's, I don't think. There is a high ceiling though with this team that that makes supporting them kind of interesting. I don't think there is anything higher than a first round exit on the cards yeah. for this team. And you know, this season probably not even a first round. Maybe we don't even get the playoffs this year, um, even yeah. with the team that we've got. I think. I mean, I, I've always said to myself, the Knicks will get worse, the Pacers will get worse. But I mean, the Knicks are the Knicks are going mental at the moment. Pacers are still kind of hanging in there, and the Bulls are just kind of slipping away, further away from that sixth seed. The yeah. only reason they're in contention for a plane still is because of how bad the Raptors have been, and you know they've been equally as bad as the Bulls. The Heat haven't yeah. been as good. Um, you know, I think, and I don't. It, it's kind of bleak for the Bulls. I think yeah. um, they've got a good, a good young core around it. I think it's it's it can be easily salvageable. Yeah, it's just. If we were to get rid of Demar and Vooch, who's going to take them on? You know, Demar is mid thirties now. He only has about a few years left in him before he probably retires. Yeah. Vooch, no matter where he goes, is probably going to be leaving whichever team that is at the end of the season. Mm. Plus, he's not on the greatest contract. Yeah. There's just no market for these players. I can't see any team that is going to want to trade picks in for players that they're only going to get one or two seasons from. And yeah them players themselves not being exactly next level game changers. You know, nobody's nobody's looking at DeMar DeRozan as a way of like saying if we can get him, that propels our season. Yeah. You know, and makes us a well, if we were a just a looking playoff team before, makes us a playoff lock. If we were a playoff lock but a first round exit, these players don't make you a second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't get you to that next level. No, and, in my opinion, I feel like there's. I feel like um, Alex Caruso, players like that, him, Javante Green, maybe. I feel like mm. they probably have more trade value in the sense of they're very important role players that could do a job on um, on a championship level team. A lot of people are saying that Caruso might end up on the Warriors um, by the time we get to the trade deadline in February. Like I said, Javante Green, you know, is one of the best hustle players in the league. The Bulls' yeah. depth is very good. They have a decent squad to build around. It's just the players that you're expecting to do bits aren't exactly doing bits. And obviously Lonzo Ball being injured doesn't help that. But Lonzo's probably not going to come back for the rest of the season. So That's a big miss. And probably maybe even um, part of the reason why things aren't going amazing because we know how good he was last year. And maybe him missing might, like has shown over time, like, that he was quite a big part of the team. And I think that the way he was playing when he was playing, he was playing well. And maybe that's all you need like for a guy like him to come back and then everything falls into place. But of course, that's not for a long time. And you have to think in the for the now as well as the future. And equally, when you look at it, this is a guy who has been... like This guy can't walk, essentially. This guy mm. hasn't been able to walk um, for like the last year. He's only just starting to come back and play decent basketball. If he can get on the court at some point for the rest of this season, he's not going to be producing at the level that the Bulls want. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, as far as we know anyway. I mean, like you said, yeah, he wasn't really playing amazing basketball until he got to Chicago. Um, He was okay at the Pelicans while he was there. And then he got to you guys and he started playing well. But now, I mean... An injury like this is almost career-ending. A lot of people would get something like this and just hang it up. He is deciding to hang in there, probably because of how well he was playing and 
But like you said, I mean, when he comes back, whenever that is, we don't even know. Probably not even until the next season, which is so long away because we only started this one not that long ago. Like, it feels like almost that you we won't see that Lonzo again, maybe. Like, that could be the case. We might not even see that guy. Like, I mean, it's sad to say, but obviously you have to look at the hard truth of it. Like, you never, ever... I don't think I've ever seen a player come back from a big injury and be their normal self. No, ever. definitely. Definitely. I mean, we've seen it with Levine um, for the yeah. ball as well. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a shame for Lonzo because obviously he's still young. He's not exactly, you know, getting towards the end of his career that an injury like this would force a person to hang yeah. on. You know, it's kind of still a case of maybe he can still have something to prove um, when he gets yeah. back, if he gets back. Um yeah, I mean, it is tough though. Um, mm. You know, you've still got it's because it's, it's not it's not a young team in this in the case of they've still got old players, but it's not an old team in the case of all their players are old. They have to, you know, now sell and go young because the Bulls still have the likes of Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Ayodisumu, Dylan Terry, who's not getting any playing time this season, which yeah. sucks because. I mean, I just want to see that guy hoop. Um, yeah. We've seen him. We've seen him on the bench. He's he's hype. He's the hype man on the bench. Um, but yeah, they've still got a lot of young players with a lot of decent potential. Although a lot of people are saying that Io is now washed. Um, I, yeah. I'm not on that. I'm not on that. I bench. I was gonna say I'm not on that train either. I don't think he's washed. I think he's still a good basketball player. We just he just needs a bit of time. Yeah, I mean, obviously him being dropped from the starting five that's gonna cause you know yeah. confidence shakes in anyone. So 100%. I guess anything can happen with him. Um, but yeah, I think Patrick Williams is the main one because I think I watched um, I watched a Kenny Beecham video who uh, does a lot of Chicago content because he's a Chicago fan, um, and he, he was saying he said a good thing. He was like, um, Patrick Williams has a good ceiling as a player, but the way like the the position he is in at the moment means that his only ceiling is being the fourth person, the mm-hmm. fourth go-to person on the Bulls team. You know, someone who doesn't get any players ran for him, someone who just, you know, is in the corner, ready to just shoot whenever necessary. And I feel like even if it means sacrificing DeMar DeRozan, I feel like that needs to be done to look ahead to the future because Patrick Williams can be that guy. We've seen, um, I'm, I'm thinking back to the back end of the regular season last season and yeah. game five in the playoffs against the Bucks, where, you know, players were injured or resting. Um, in the regular season's case, a lot of people were, like there was no Demar or Zach yeah. in Game Five. I think that was when we just realised the Bucks it were yeah. saying it. And Patrick Williams came in and almost dropped thirty because he was the main guy to go to. Yeah, you know, he, he, we we've seen that he does have the potential to do it. We just need to tap into it, and we're not going to be able to tap into it with you know all all well players that want to be all stars um, yeah. on the team already, like sort of Zach and Demar, and in a case in a case Booch. Um, I don't know. Is that is that a coaching issue? Billy Donovan doesn't seem to be going anywhere. He signed a contract extension um, before the start of the season. It just so happened that when they announced it, uh, the Bulls went on one of their worst streaks, losing wise of the season, yeah. and everyone just thought, "Why? Why have we done this?" Yeah. Um, but in the end, in the end, I I think the main the main thing is to you know switch up the way that we um, go about. How we play. I, I, I don't yeah. mind keeping the likes of Demar and that. Although I do feel like the best option potentially is to get rid of Vooch and Demar, and then just focus on Zach, and then have like Pat Williams, Patrick Williams, you know, hopefully a decent center. But whoever we get back from um, the two trades that would send yeah. Demar and Vooch on their way, I've always I said at the start of the season I wouldn't have minded having AD. Well, I don't think anyone would have minded having him, like. He might not give you game time all the time because he's injury prone, but he's still AD. Look what he's doing when he is playing. The guy's dropping crazy numbers. He's breaking records out here. Like he's actually breaking records. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever mind that. I mean, to be fair, up until up until um a few days ago, where he got that foot injury that's going to keep him out probably for the rest of the year, maybe a little bit into January. Mm. He's been he's been decent um in he's in been, terms of staying fit this season. He's mm. played. I think he's played around about twenty games, just uh, yeah. just over maybe. And you know, for 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 someone who is very injury prone, that's all right. And I'd I've always said that um, when AD is on that court, he is one of, if not the best center in basketball. Maybe 100%. maybe Jokic is a bit better. 
you know, he's, you know, the amounts of Jokic has allowed him to be a bit better. That, what, four, he dropped like 43, 27, and 10. Yeah. Right. Um, first person to do it is Wilt Chamberlain in the 60s. So, yeah, I mean, he is mental sometimes. But I feel like when you, when you, you pure scoring, AD is I was the just going to say, yeah, I think AD is more of a rounded player. But I think Jokic is still like one of the best in the league. But, AD, like like you said, AD's AD. Like when you have a full AD, it's not it's not safe for anybody. The guy, well, he was dropping forty points, fifty point games, like on an, a very underwhelming LA side at the moment. Like he would have been an amazing addition to Chicago, and he's obviously expressed his love for Chicago. He said one day he wants to play there. That day could have been like tomorrow, but you know. Yeah, I mean, and could, you know, can play defence as well, which is what the Bulls need in their centre. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I said, at the st- maybe not at the start of the season, because I was still wanting Zach. But I think right now, if there's anywhere that we can get DeMar to the Lakers, potentially, you know, yeah. get him back to his hometown. And as much as I love DeMar, I feel like if you're looking forward to the future, DeMar DeRozan is not the kind of guy that you want as your main player. You know, if he if he wants to go to the Lakers and be the second guy to... LeBron, I just don't see why the Lakers would do it, given that Never. AD's, you're, you're giving up the prime years of AD, really, because he's only mid-late 20s, mm. for two years of DeMar, who is, well, I mean, to be fair, his PKO was probably last year, um, and he's still yeah. he's still doing bits this year, but, you know, you're only getting a few more years of DeMar, whereas yeah. with AD, you're probably going to get him for a few more years after LeBron actually leaves. I think that's a guy that LA are going to try and hold on to for as long as possible probably try and be the next franchise player um, so I don't see why they'd make that trade but in like an ideal world that would be perfect for you guys what What do you think should happen then um, with the whole do you, think they, do you think they should blow it up or what I don't I think that I think that would be the worst case scenario like I think at the very very most just keep it riding until the all-star break and then assess things from there obviously the players and everyone to get about a week or two off assess the situation maybe even make a trade or two with like lower side players to try and like bring in a few more role players maybe or maybe like you said caruso might like players like caruso might end up with the warriors if that's the case maybe try and get something out of them like that um could work in like a hand in hand off the top of my head maybe someone like i don't know if they were to swap like Caruso with Kaminga or something like that. I feel like that's quite that's quite um hand in hand there. And I think Jonathan Kaminga is quite a good basketball player at the moment. I think for the Warriors he's doing well, and um obviously he'll only be on the rise. Uh, James Wiseman as well. We know obviously he's not been at the Warriors like priority list in terms of like game time and stuff, but the guy's potential was very high of before his injury. Now it's not as high, which might lower his trade value, making it easier to like bring him to Chicago or something like that. And then, like you said, that's another big man that could work in your favour. And players like that, I think, if anything, hold, like you said, hold on to the big guys, your Zach Levines. And for now, I think holding on to DeMar, at least, like I said, until the All-Star break would be like probably the best bet. And then like he, his trade value won't be high, but it won't be low either, like... You could still get something good out of him. Vooch, I think his trade value is probably a bit higher. You could probably get something out of him, especially while he's still on contract, like you said. But other than that, I'm, I mean, I'm not 100% sure what else they can do. But I wouldn't want um, you guys to blow the team up at all. I think that's the last option. I think, like, if you do, like you just said, you've come, you've come off a big rebuild. Like, this is now the end of that rebuild where you've got the team. You don't, The last thing you want to do is just start all over again from scratch. It'll just be... A waste of time for the team and for like you guys, the fans as well. Like, so I don't think that the uh, blow up should happen at all. I, I personally feel like as a Chicago fan, it you know it needs to be addressed at the yeah. top before we talk about um, the team itself. Obviously, that yeah. obviously having the um, the argument um, during halftime of the Timberwolves game that's obviously never ideal, um, especially when it's involving Zach Levine, who obviously is supposed to be your main guy. Um, but I think, I think Billy Donovan. He's. I. I feel like for the for the route that we need to go, Billy Donovan ain't that guy. Um, mm. I respect Billy Donovan as a coach, but when your main, like he just he all he does is just ISO ball really pretty much. Yeah. And to be fair, I could do that. I could sit on the bench 
and just tell Damada Rosen to run up the court, try and work himself some space and shoot. I could do that. You know, I'd, I'd, I feel like he needs to run more plays for everyone and more specifically Patrick Williams. I want to see that guy average 20-ish, you know. 100%. Because I know, I know he can do it. Um, I don't 100%. want him to just be a kind of a middling former fourth overall pick, you know. We picked him fourth for a reason. Yeah, I just feel like he has the potential to be like a Kawhi Leonard kind of player. We just need to tap yeah. into that potential and not waste it. Really, um, I don't want to trade him away. I don't want to trade Zach away. I feel like if we're going to trade anyone away, it's Demar. Unfortunately, um, just just because I feel like we got to look, we got to look to the future because uh, in the present, it's not going too well. The Bulls are currently eleventh in the East with the I think sixth worst record in basketball the only reason it's the sixth worst is because the wizards have been terrible um i guess you know i guess you told us so about that one. i did i did say the wizards are the driest team and the most pointless team in the league i don't know why they're there they're there to help you guys look better but yeah but they won for the first time in i think 11 or maybe 10 wow wow the, the other the other night um and yeah toronto currently also on a six game losing streak so the Bulls are only half a game back from a plain spot, although, yeah. albeit the 10th position. Currently, five and a half games back from New York in sixth. New York are a weird one, but we'll say, we'll say, we can save that for another day. Um, Toronto, however... I, did I did I say that Toronto... I think in the preseason predictions, I said Toronto were like one of the most mid-teams in the way of like... I can't remember, but I feel like that is something you you did say. They're very, much, they're very much like Chicago in the way that, you know, they could probably go out and beat anyone, but equally they could yeah. go out and lose to anyone the next night. Yeah. Um, I mean, Scotty Barnes isn't exactly... I feel like he was someone that was kind of on my honourable mentions in the overrated, or like, not, not, not overrated, but kind of like having an underwhelming season. Um, okay. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't really taken that next step that a lot of yeah. people expected him to, especially given how important he was in the year, um, yeah. in, in the playoff run. Um, mm. when he when he got injured that opened the door for Philly to well, take a three or lead and 100%. then almost blow it when Scotty came back. Um he hasn't taken the biggest leap. Pascal Siakam can't exactly do it all on his own and it just feels like the days where Fred Van Vliet was an undrafted all star, they're very much behind him. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Not saying he's a bad player; he's just not the player that you want to build your team on. Mm. Freddie's not that guy anymore, as well. Like, I think that team, as much as like the novelty of everybody likes the Raptors kind of thing, like the the players, I don't know what's going on. Like you said, Siakam cardio on his own. Van Vliet ain't really that guy anymore. Scotty Barnes is he's, yeah, very underwhelming to say. Like, there's a lot of hype going into this year because of how well he was last year. I don't. And the hype for him last year wasn't that high, like until people realized how good he was. And now, coming into this year, his stock was crazy high. But I mean, I think he's one of them. I wouldn't dwell on Scotty Barnes too much because obviously, like he's still very young. It's his second year. But yeah, people were saying um, Scotty was going to be the centerpiece in any potential Kevin Durant trades uh, back when Kevin uh, wanted yeah. Um Looking back, do we think maybe that could have been something that Toronto should have looked at? Or oh yeah, definitely. I mean, KD is putting up like some amazing numbers, yeah, like most points scored so far in the league. It's um, crazy. Like, I think a lot of people are st- like it's gone under the radar how like well him and Kyrie have been playing since Kyrie's return to the league and KD. Like they've been putting up crazy numbers. I think Kyrie's averaging like. 27 plus maybe I might be wrong but I'm sh- I'm sure that's what it was last time I checked KD I'm sure he's averaging like 30 plus like that is if if Toronto had that right now they'd be nowhere near this bottom bottom side of the table uh, absolutely not like that they'd be much higher up in the conference but like I mean I guess they probably regret that one especially the way Scotty's been playing but I mean it's one of them things, like I said with the Chicago Bulls. Like I think Toronto, instead of like blowing everything up, I don't know what their plans are. To be honest, I've not really read anything about them. Um, but I doubt they're gonna blow anything up. I wouldn't want them to anyway. I'd want them yeah, to like. It helps. It helps that Toronto are still in possession of their first round pick. You yeah. Know, no matter no matter what happens. Um. So, I mean, they can maybe take a tank this year if try and get Victor in. Um, I mean, 
That's what I was gonna say for Chicago. Maybe just like tank it and go for a Wemby steal. Like, who? I mean, everybody in the league. Like, even I'm sure there's teams that could win the chip this year. That like we could win the chip this year, or we could save it and win it the next five years in a row, back to back. Like, because <laughs> it probably could be that way. But I think everyone is eyeing up a chance to to grab at uh, Webanyama, which doesn't surprise me at all. But I mean, if Toronto did that, then that's all their problems solved in one seven-foot month. Like, so yeah, I mean, they've always it's been the set, it's been at the center position where they've struggled the most. Obviously, having they've had to play Pascal there a lot at the time, and obviously he's probably better fourth than than he is a five, maybe. Yeah, and I feel like ever since Kawhi left, they haven't really had that focal point. Pascal hasn't exactly yeah. been. I mean, he's still put up decent all-star level numbers. Um, in the few seasons since Kawhi's departure, but they haven't had a focal point to really put their offense through. Um, yeah. You know, Fred VanVleet will have your odd game where he'll give you good numbers. Pascal will give you consistently solid numbers, and then yeah. we'll have the odd game where he'll give you proper numbers. It's you know, there isn't a superstar in that team that it's just a their team full of solid players who maybe need that superstar. To yeah. Come up. One hundred percent. Maybe Kevin Durant could have been that guy, um, oh, especially if definitely. if they didn't have to give up too much um, in terms yeah. of Pascal, Fred VanVleet, Gary Trent, um, or you know their their main core at the moment. But yeah. equally, Scotty Barnes can grow up to be that solid power forward. Maybe, maybe um, Toronto probably still might end up in the playing this year, though. I feel like. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think they're one of like one of them teams. They will find a way to fix things, and yeah. they always end up like getting something done by like, in the, like the final stretch of the regular season and making it into the playoffs. And this year it probably will be the playing for them, but I'm sure they won't mind as long as it gets them to where they want to be. Definitely, definitely. But at the moment, two and eight over the last ten games, they probably won't have any um all stars in their team. Uh, well, in in the all star team. Um, especially starting because, well, this is this is this is the point where you need to start getting a little bit of form to get into the fans' eyes because fan voting is now open for the All Star Game. Twitter votes have been cancelled though after what happened last season, so maybe Andrew Wiggins won't be an All Star starter this year. I mean, to be fair, now like we when we look at, it, I know he's injured, um, but now I would say like last year when it came to it, everyone was laughing at it, but now. I think it's like that guy's not joking anymore. I feel like he actually probably is an all star now. I think, like I think he might have. I think he might have actually potentially still got in the all star team, just maybe not starting. Starter, yeah, no, hundred percent. But now I think now it it wouldn't even be a question of if he's an all star or not. I think the guy is actually that guy now. But last year at the time it was hilarious when it happened because he wasn't looked at like that. No, it was. Which it is was only bad. a year ago, which is actually crazy to say. Just only a year ago, Andrew Wiggins was a joke, and now he's. An NBA champ. Definitely, definitely. Well, <laughs> have, you, have you been voting? I haven't voted yet. I haven't voted. I didn't actually know voting was open until you told me yesterday. And I was thinking about it, but I don't actually know who to vote for yet. Like, I've not I've not properly had a deep look. And last year, I think I gave, like, a lot of votes to, like, I don't know. It wasn't Andrew Wiggins, but it was somebody else that I shouldn't. I feel like I gave all my votes to Derrick Rose. Um, <laughs> like, like, I do. Yeah. like, I put a lot of votes on Derrick Rose and... I mean, I'm gonna do the same thing again this year, probably. To be honest, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna try uh, and get RJ Barrett in the All Star game as well. He probably won't make it, but I'm gonna try Julius. I'm gonna try get him in the All Star game as well. The way, the way that guy's been playing, especially in the last few games, mm, he could. There's high probability we might be seeing All Star Julius Randall this year. I mean, if we do, I'm buying the jersey. I'm buying the All Star Julius Randall <laughs> jersey. I'm buying it. I don't care. But I'm yeah, glad, that's. I feel like no. I feel like when it comes to all star voting, I don't really go for like your obvious ones, you know. Sometimes yeah, because you know they're gonna make it anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like but LeBron, I'm not gonna vote for LeBron because I know he's gonna be in the all star game. Like, yeah, let you know LeBron for me. Yeah, let the the LA Laker fans can vote for LeBron. I'm gonna get D Rose in that. Yeah, in that I, game, I, vote, but... I vote for people who you know I I'd, I'd be excited to see. You know, like new, yeah. new people I'd be excited to see. Mm. Um, well, should I, should I go through who I've how I've been voting for? Yeah, you know what? Why don't Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? I'll, I'll let you judge me on it. So, where are we starting? East or west? Uh, we'll go west first. Okay, we'll start with the west. I've got Luca 
uh, okay. more than my guards. You know, I, 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 you know, I'm kind of just hypocrite with myself. You know, I, I do vote sometimes for the people. But there's some some players you just have to put in there, like because you know, I like I like Luca. I think um, yeah, you know, he deserves to be in there. Shea Gilch Alexander, he deserves to be. Yeah, in there. yeah, um, you definitely know, top top four in points per game. You know, okay, so you haven't been doing that well, but he is. He's the reason the they've been on the the, the level that they're on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Zion Williamson. Of course, of course, of course. I feel like he needs to be like he was in the All Star game. The first uh, year, in, yeah, in his rookie, year. rookie um, year. Missed it last year due to injury. Uh, so I feel like he, I feel like an All Star game, he just is an All Star level player. Like he is a player for the All Star yeah. game. If, if that we get sense. to see like the Zion against Jar in the All Star game and be like. Like that'll be something that because that's gonna be the next like you know one v two type thing going into like the next well, few I'll, years. So. I just want to I want to see Zion in the dunk contest, and I know loads of people. Oh don't yeah, I, I think that would be amazing. I think that would be amazing because yeah. the dunk contest has been so dry for years now. Like mm-hmm. we, I think we spoke about this last year, but um, yeah, they no need to fix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like no one wants to watch the dunk contest anymore. But I think if he's in it, yeah, man, like that's something I want to see. Maybe yeah. bring Jar in the dunk contest as well. Oh my god, that would be crazy. It would be. It would be Larry Markkinen. Um, yeah. My, my, yeah. My, uh, other forward position. Like I, I, as a as a Bulls fan, maybe you'd be thinking I feel a bit, bit, a little bit salty. I wouldn't want Larry to, to you know, be an all star. But you know, I just root for the people. Um, you're you know, successful on the boys, man. It's fault that he just got kicked mm. off. And let's be honest, yeah. just getting rid of him for like a second round pick is stupid. Um, mm. We definitely should have tried to get some more, even though he wasn't putting up the level of numbers that he has been um, this season. He deserves to be an all star, in my opinion. And then to round it all off, if he's fit, Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, I feel like AD is the best scoring big man in the NBA when fit. You know, Joel Embiid is. He is putting up mental numbers here and there, but I feel like I feel like AD is just that guy. I also just don't like Embiid as much. Mm. Nah, fair enough. I think that's a great that's a great um starting five pick from you, Sam. I'm not gonna lie. Um, obviously, like we said, LeBron will obviously be in there. It'll end up being Team LeBron again anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, Team LeBron or Team Curry? Mm. Was it LeBron? Or was it LeBron? No, it was, no, it was Steph last year. It was Steph last was year. It, it was Steph, Steph last year. year. Yeah. Hmm. Team said... yeah. Oh, fair enough. I thought it's always been Team LeBron. No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure last year it was Team Steph and Team Team Giannis. I'll. I'll give it. I'll give it a look. I'll give it. A I know spot. it's always. I know. Um. Now that um they're in different com- like the same conference. I know because it was like Team LeBron and Team Steph before. I know now it's been Giannis since like for the last few years since um 2018 I think. Um, oh, it was, team, it was oh, we were complete team Durant versus team LeBron. Hmm. Yes, because Giannis. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did, he did, he did, he did, he did, he did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now that's yeah, because then um KD didn't like um, pick Harden in his team right throughout the whole thing. Yeah. He didn't pick James yeah. Harden. Yeah. 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 I remember. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. But um, it probably will be team LeBron again. Probably Giannis this time. Um, but I would like to see like different players be the captains like I know obviously LeBron is like still like LeBron but I want to see different players like you know like give someone else a shot man like it'd just be nice you know what I'm saying I want to see different players well, right. either way the time, the time will come yeah either way it's it's it's, it's cool but yeah. um, that's a nice time five what about the East Sam what have you gone for well, I've got your favourite player Donovan Mitchell uh, to begin with um, Damn, I feel I like I'm actually gonna say like somebody that I rate for a second I feel like I feel like he won't get as many votes compared to like Jalen Brown. Um, I'm just trying trying to think. Any any like Cleveland isn't exactly the biggest like city in terms of NBA fans, so I don't think he'll, he'll get many votes. But he's he'll definitely be in there. I he'll also feel like Garland gets like a lot of the credit over Mitchell sometimes. Mm, yeah, as, yeah, as of recently, definitely. But I think Mitchell will still de- be in there. Like the guy's been. Great for Cleveland since he joined like last year. They just they didn't even make the playoffs, and now they, if you ask me, they're a lock um, in that playoffs. Um, definitely. So I think he's definitely upgraded that team there. But so he'll be in there, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyrus Halliburton as my other guard. Yeah. 
Um, I, I want respect on Halliburton's name. He might not get him to the All-Star game, but this guy is one of the best passers in the NBA already, and he's only in, what, year three? So, mm. yeah, this guy... And well, as long as you know the Pacers are having a very good season still, you know they are still falling off a little bit. But you know Halliburton is the main man in that team, so I yeah. feel like Halliburton needs a bit of respect on that. This is probably my most outlandish pre- pre- uh, prediction is Paolo Banquero. He's probably the, he's probably the most outlandish, but I've got in. I wouldn't say so. You know, I mean. Everybody likes to chuck a rookie in, and the guy's been like, I know obviously he's on a very poor Magic side, but and they, I mean, they pulled off a good, um, quite a few surprising yeah, wins yeah. here and there. One, one went on a six-game win streak that included a back-to-back yeah. against uh, the Celtics. So exactly, yeah, yeah. the Celtics twice. I mean, he's probably gonna win that rookie of the year award. The yeah, guy's been, definitely. although like the. Um, the sh- like talks about like the rookies this year haven't been as high, but that's just because I think the state of the league, like people have been talking about other things a lot more. Like, but I think when the dust settles, everybody will be saying how this guy has absolutely smoked the rookie of the year race. Like, I don't think there's anyone even like touching his level right now. In the in the case the rookies, like he's the best player in the Magic, if you ask me. The guy's point of the best numbers. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in there. Like. When he was about to step into the league, everyone he was he was kind of like a villain rookie, like the way he was talking and the way he was moving, and um, he wasn't very a likable guy. I'll be honest, I was very vocal that I didn't like him, but he's I've been watching the guy ball out, and you know what? I've I hold my hands up and say the guys the guys that guy. He wasn't yeah. lying when he told us he was that guy. He wasn't lying, so yeah, yeah, I can yeah. I can I can respect that putting him in there. I might even vote for him too. Yeah, um, I mean I haven't put a center. In there for the um, for the East because it's just two two guards and two forwards slash centers. So I've got Kevin Durant in there because yeah, I'd say he's putting up mental numbers. You know, KD still KD, and then to round it off, I'll put Jason Tatum in there because yeah, he's also putting up mental numbers. I won't be surprised if um, both Brown and Tatum end up end up being starters. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like it's been a long time coming for Jalen Brown. Um, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to him getting his uh, flowers as an All Star star hopefully this 100%. year. I'm just trying to think of anyone who could go in, in ahead of him. You know, obviously you have both of the um, guys on the Cavs, um, Garland and mm. Mitchell. Kyrie um, will be available for All-Star selection. Um, did he? Did, was he available last year? Um, was he... I don't think so. I think that was before he started playing again. He started playing in March, um, was, March was... of last year. and um, So he wasn't available um, because of the whole COVID thing. But now I think he'll be allowed to play if the league lets him anyway yeah i'm guessing well, they will yeah so obviously um i mean demar is still technically a guard but obviously the bulls ain't doing ain't doing mm. the business i think but like you said, the chicago fan base is still quite strong um yeah true i mean probably I'm, would... I'm not voting for him i don't think they deserve it <laughs> <laughs> I, I might vote for him i voted for him last year i'm not gonna lie yeah, um i did too uh, I I mean you never know. Like you say, he's still the Madros, and he was in the All Stars last year. Um, he has been for um a few times, but um, the, I like the Chicago fan base is strong. He probably might get in there. Zach Levine will probably get in there too, unless the Bulls fans aren't happy with him. I don't know. Are you gonna vote for Zach? Uh, no, that, that I'll probably oh, vote. You uh, I'll probably vote for that, like just constantly. Um, okay. Unless so unless Zach, Zach does enough over the next few weeks, I, I don't. If, if, if he goes, if he gets thirty-five in the next game, some will vote for him. Okay, but for now, yeah, that's fine. Tonight, tonight <laughs> we're playing the Hawks, so if he can drop thirty-five on on the Hawks, then sure, yeah, I'll vote for him tomorrow. And as long, and if he doesn't let Trey drop thirty-five on his head, then he can get the vote. But for now, Trey, um, not Trey, Zach won't be getting Sam's vote. No, he, he ain't getting my vote, and Vooch didn't even get my vote last year. So yeah, no, he doesn't deserve anybody's vote. That guy's a joke, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, definitely not. But it will, it will be interesting to see because I don't know when they re- they'll release like the numbers uh, for the first batch. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. One thing that I really want to happen though is Devin Booker and Zion Williamson on different teams because Ooh, if, be if so you're gonna get a representative from the Pelicans and the Suns. They're probably going to be them too, and it'll be interesting to see what happens if they meet up in the All Star game because the Pelicans and the Suns are developing a pretty decent rivalry. I mean, I made a little YouTube short on it the other day. Um, let us guys know if you want to do if more shorts need to be made for the channel. Watch, watch the YouTube shots. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we could do those daily potentially as well as stuff like this. Who knows? Mm. Um, 
But anyway, um, I digress. The Pelicans and the Suns rivalry might actually be the first proper rivalry we've seen in the NBA since like Cavs Warriors. I was just gonna say Cavs Warriors. Yeah, like I think that's the last because obviously they were like the two top teams and like I mean the but way that, Zion... they, were, they were rivals mainly because they just met in the finals a lot. Like they were just the two best teams in each conference. Well, you yeah, only really saw yeah, them play twice a season in the regular season. Mm. Um, so, to see, you know, the Pelicans and the Suns go tooth and nail at each other four times a year is going to be very interesting to see, mm. um, especially if they keep the same uh, same players on there. All you yeah. need is just Patrick Beverly on the Tim- on the, not the Timberwolves, on the Pelicans. And then this this becomes, like, World War uh, All-time rivalry of all time. Like, this would be bigger than, like, Chicago-Detroit back in the 90s. This will... This will go for, for, we talked about for years, Pat Bev, all we need is for him on that team and him to be talking smack on CP about, I just ate a steak last night, we're ready to go. <laughs> like, that, like, I mean, like you said, it's already heating up. Like, I mean, the yeah, way Zion dunk. Yeah, that Zion dunk. Yeah, that Zion dunk. And then obviously in the post um, game press conference and he was like, yeah, they sent my team home. Like, these are my boys. I saw that, I was like, yeah. Like that's, like I was loving it. I think Zion, he's really like, he's he's very warming up into that like NBA character. Like, mm-hmm. I always try and find like the like when he has a good game, like the post game press conferences, because he'll always say something or something yeah, he, will he, happen. He's and, a good talker and he's quite funny. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, I think like obviously you know there's a few people that could be the face of the league in the next five to ten years, and I think he could definitely be that guy. I mean, he's our like, I mean. It's not even crazy to say he's in MVP conversations. I know he's probably not in the top five, but if he keeps playing this consistently, has I think um, New Orleans are occupying the top seed right now. Am I? Uh, it's either the top uh, number one or like nothing they are at the moment. But they did they were, they did have a period. They were recently. I think maybe the second or third, which is yeah, obviously crazy. Um, which is mad. Like I mean, last year they just about crept into the play play playoffs, and I mean now they. It, like again, another team that's a playoff lock, and I would love for them to meet the Suns in the playoffs again, because yeah. one, the Suns are getting dusted if that happens. <laughs> They're getting absolutely dusted, but also I think that would just be perfect, like like for this rivalry to heat up, and then in the next year or two, like I think I think it'll be fire. Yeah, definitely. I mean, first of all, like it's a shame that we don't get to, like they played each other four times already. So, yeah, so we, 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 won't get, get, we yeah. don't get to see it happen again until at least the playoffs, which does so. Yeah. Um, the first game was, you know, the first game was just classic Suns revenge game. Nobody really cared much. It was the second game where it kind of all heated up. Yeah. Um, where, I mean, obviously that that dunk from Zion with about seven seconds left of the game already won. First of all, mm. massive, big dunk like that. That dunk yeah. Like next level. I, I, I think that was like. What's your What's your opinion on um like? Holding the ball when the, there's no time left, essentially when the game's done. Because I see a lot, uh, of, I see a lot of people, you know, a lot of Suns fans that are like, you know, the Suns players themselves being like, it's yeah. difficult, they shouldn't do it. But then there are a lot of people saying, you know, you're taught to play until the final final buzzer sounds. So, what are your opinions? I, I I love it. I love what he did. Like, he always like I I I know sometimes like if it's not that like. In this case, like, I 100% got it. Like, sometimes, yeah, I think, like, if the game is definitely won, I don't really see, like, the point in continuing play. Like, there's just no need. But in this case, I loved what he did. Like, I don't hate it one second. And then I remember, like, I see, like, clips of some cases where this happens. And I remember there was the one, I don't know if you remember, you might have seen it, like, of the Warriors. I can't remember who did the dunk, but the game was won. And... He's, it was almost like a dunk contest type dunk. Like, he bounced it off the glass, caught it, spun, and dunked it. And, like, KD and Steph were like, what is going on? Like, has he just done that when we've already won the game? Like, I love stuff like that. Like, be a villain. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I love an NBA villain. Like, be that guy. Like, if you if you can and you want to be, be that guy. But, I mean, I get, I get why they're mad, though. Like, if I was a Suns player, I'd be mad, too, because... I, like, they just got absolutely violated. You're not just going to let a violation like that slide. But I love it. I loved it. Like, when I saw that, I was like, wow, like, Zion is really that guy. 
already. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's that it, guy. it was mental. But I mean, what what I'd say in response to what the Suns players are doing, they kind of brought it on themselves because they tried to shoot with about ten seconds left, despite yeah. being done. Like, if you don't want it to happen, you hold yeah. on to the ball. Hold the ball. Hold the ball. Yeah. yeah like, I mean. I think they were just mad that they got violated like that. I don't think they care about the rule. They were just mad that it's not even the fact that he dunked it. It's the way that he absolutely slammed the life out of that ball. In like they, mm, I, I get, I get the where the frustration came from because yeah. it was just like you would be mad about that. But like, yeah, you're right. They should have just held the ball themselves, really, if it was that deep. But yeah, definitely. I mean, and then the Suns ended up losing again against the Pelicans about a week later, and then a couple nights ago. Um, Devin Booker had a mental revenge game. The Pelicans the twenty odd point game. Yeah. I mean that just that just does show that you know the Suns, despite a lot of people still you know counting them out maybe. Mm, they're not washed. And Devin, not washed. Devin Booker is still that guy. You know Chris Paul still Chris Paul is putting up some of the worst like scoring numbers of his career. Like he's only just getting into the time for the game level, but Devin Booker's next level. Yeah, I mean, like, I saw something the other day. Like, D Book is now in his eighth year, year number eight for D Book. Yeah, but people still, people people still say like, oh, he's a future star. Like, but he's in year eight. He's not a future star anymore. He's a star. He's like, just a star. Yeah. He's a star now, and um, people need to start putting that. Like, he's he's literally an all star. First of all, like, he's an NBA finalist. Like. He's a franchise player, probably better than that Phoenix team who probably play somewhere else, probably should play somewhere else. Like, he, he needs to start getting that major respect because I respect his skill, 100%. But a lot of people are discounting that and just, like, almost forgetting about it. But, like, we need to stop doing that. Like, this guy is the guy. He's yeah. the guy for the Suns. He has been for years. Like, he's, he's the number one getter for them. The only one that's really getting buckets like that. Put the respect on his name, especially when like the rest of the players are kind of falling off. Like CP is coming to the end of it now. I wouldn't be surprised if the boy retired by the end of this year. Like, I mean, I hate to say it, it's done for him. Like, you know, he'd be one of them players that will just be remembered as the guy who could have done it but never did. Um, kind of player. But I mean, it's sad for uh, to to see a player go out like that. But you know, like, it is what it is, I guess. But. D book, I mean, yeah, the guy's got it, man. He still has got it, and he just had to remind everyone, like, don't forget who I am, and we ain't forgotten. But then the respect needs to start being labelled consistently with that guy. I mean, it's it's tough to really watch it happen though, because we've seen the way that the Suns perform in the playoffs, and mm. they don't they don't perform as well as they do in the regular season. So looking at what's going on, whilst it is an entertaining regular season battle, if they do meet in the playoffs. I can only really see a five-game series potentially this time round, which is weird considering you know a year ago the Suns were winning in six. I mean, it's crazy to say like that's the state of um, that team right now. That's why, like I said, I think D Book needs to pack his stuff and oh, excuse me, D Book needs to pack up and go somewhere else because Phoenix ain't for him. Phoenix. I wouldn't say rebuild for Phoenix, but they need to fix something if they want to keep playing. But I also think D-Book is a lot better than them. He needs a chip. He deserves a chip. He's been in the league for eight whole years now. And the most he's got is to an NBA Finals where they got dusted by Giannis. Like, I mean, it's it's time for him to try and win somewhere else, in my opinion. I know he's a Phoenix boy and he has been for for the like this whole time. But it's I think he could play somewhere else and maybe should I see him playing at LA to be honest I think they, they need a guy like that he was a big like fan and friend of Kobe's like I'm sure he'd love to play for LA I think that's a place where he could still win a chip as long as they've still got like LeBron AD Russ these guys I think if you chuck D-Book in there there's a chip on the way I mean AD and D-Book alone could probably win you a chip if you're asking me then you've got the leader LeBron Russ has, in my opinion, been performing really well this year since he's so been like the sixth six, man for them. Six man Russ is kind of having like a career resurgence almost. Yeah, six man Russ is like is going to be like a new Russ. Like we're going to be talking about this Russ now. Six man Russ. I mean, he's getting triple doubles again. Like this is really like they've really like reignited like the guy that we 
thought was going to join LA last year. And I mean, a six month of the year award could go to him. There's a few people. There's a few people it could go to, but his name is currently on that list as well. And I think to see the amount of people who have won MVP but have also won six man of the year as well. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I yeah. Sort of, I can't think off the top of my head. Anyone? Who, I don't know. I I think he he could be. I wouldn't say he'd be the first one, but he could be. Yeah, potentially. Who knows? Who knows? Well, if the Suns and the Pelicans meet in a seven game series in the playoffs, what are we thinking the result is going to be? It's a Pelicans sweep. The sweep. It's a okay. sweeper. Get the brushes out. Zion is dusting everybody. Okay. Well. That, that's an interesting one. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But like I said, unfortunately, we won't be able to see them to lock horns at least for another five, six one months. Mm-hmm. And maybe even not until next season if they don't meet up in the playoffs. Yeah. The way things are going, um, New Orleans are third and Phoenix are fourth. So that's a, that's a, that's a conference finals matchup if they get there. Yeah. So not not even a first, not a first round, not even a second round. So things would have to fall into place for them to meet each other. Yeah. I, I want it to happen. I think it'll be interesting if it does happen. Yeah, me too, 100%. I think that's one of them them ones everybody will want to happen. And who knows, like, Fate could mix or, like, you know, we could have a bit of um, NBA, like, sticking their hand in. Um, I don't know. Who knows? I, I, yeah, Adam Silver might just be like, you know what, let's get the viewership up. Boom, boom. Oh, look at that. They're going to play each other in the first round. Who knows? But um, I would love to see it, and I know everybody else would too. That would be crazy. Yeah. I'm sure Zion would love that as well. Like to send them home after this and his boys home last year when he didn't play, even though we were expecting him every game. Like every week, we were like, "Yo, it's game two. Zion's coming now. Game three is coming. We were wanting him to come. He couldn't come, and now it'll it'll be his time. I think. Yeah, let's hope so. Well, it'd be interesting to see what happens. But I think that is all we've got time for today. Unfortunately. Um, been a, been a nice uh, nice way to come back, you know. I keep I keep forgetting how much I like doing this when we take like week two hiatuses. Yeah. So we might try and get another one out before Christmas, but if schedules mean we can't, then unfortunately we can't. But if not, then have a good Christmas, everyone. Um, me and Sully will watch a lot of basketball um, probably on Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day, Christmas, Christmas Day, Day is going to be like that. Next level goodness, even if some yeah. of the matchups don't need to be happening. Play Phoenix. No Orleans for the fifth time. Do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, do it. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching this podcast video. If you liked it, leave a like. Make sure you follow in all of the socials down in the description. Make sure you're checking out um, any YouTube shorts that get posted to this channel as well. Uh, they really help kind of like bring viewership up and kind of spread things around um, in little one-minute chunks. So Come help the boys, man. We might Come use them. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you guys. Hopefully, uh, maybe before Christmas, but if not, uh, we'll see you guys in about a week or so. So, goodbye, guys. Peace.